0: Hello, welcome to my podcast. My name is Tomi Rotimi. You already know who I am. And if you don't know, I run a fashion label here in Nigeria called Exclamations. I've been running this label now for the past 16 years as a proudly Nigerian premium ready to wear brand. So I think I know a thing or two. Today's podcast is on depersonalizing. I've started a series And it's a countdown series to the end of my early bird rate for my online course, How to Start a Ready-to-Wear Label in Nigeria. The early bird rate ends on Thursday, the 15th of November, 2018. And we're doing a countdown. So it's two days to the end of the early bird rate. And um, one of the, the points on the series is depersonalizing depersonalizing your business. Now, I know that a lot of um, creatives and entrepreneurs and fashion brands start off their businesses doing virtually everything. So you're the salesperson, you're the creative director, you're the designer. In some cases, you're even the tailor. You're the one who delivers. You're the only one who can give discounts. You are the relationship manager. You are everything to your business. So it's no wonder that you're so passionate about your business and you're so visible in your business. And in the early days, that's all nice and dandy. That's fantastic because you really want to know everything as much as you can about your business. And the only way to do that is to be involved in virtually every part of your business. But you know, if you are everything to your business, the social media manager, the PR manager, you are also the one that updates your website, you are everything, then it makes you indispensable, irreplaceable, which is fine in the sense that you are the visionary, but it's not fine in the sense that you can't have a life, you can't take a break, you can't do anything outside of running your business, and this doesn't make for a wholesome life, and this doesn't actually make for good business. So that's what this series is really about. How do we depersonalize our business? Especially if we have been in business for 5 years, 10 years, you know, 15 years. And you're still so hands-on that once you take your hand off the plate or off the wheel, business literally stops. So number one, what do you do? First thing you need to do is... Define all the roles involved in your business. Define all the roles. Find out what it is. As in, you know, articulate and pen down all that you do within your business and let this form the roles that need to be filled. It's very important that this is done. Otherwise, you would find that um, you underestimate what it is you do and you don't see a reason why you need to hire anybody else to fill those roles. So step one, identify all the roles within your business and pen down all the functions that you do and assign roles to them. That is very, very important. That's step one. Step two, you now want to identify the personalities that are needed in filling these roles. So for instance, if you are also the salesperson within your business, what is it that makes you such a successful salesperson? Is it your your detailed knowledge of the, the product or the service? Is it your charming, pleasant personality. Is it your warmth and the fact that you are the owner-manager? What is it about you that makes you such a great salesperson? Now, those traits will form the traits that you're looking for in your hire for this role, or at least it would form the the training program that you or the training needs that you would need to implement for this particular role so articulate and pen down the reason why you are such a good or you're so successful in this particular role number three what one other thing you need to do um if you want to depersonalize your business is to actually start to consider the opportunity costs of, you know, of these roles for you, you know, what else could you be doing if you were not doing this particular thing? You know, the reason why you need to do this is it needs to be clear in your mind what you are losing by not depersonalizing. And so for some of us, if it's not clear in our minds, we will not take action to change in it. So what are the opportunity costs of you, you know, um, Managing all these roles. So for some people, the opportunity cost is, you know, opening other stores or, you know, expanding your business. For some, it's actually the opportunity cost is not having um, a, a valuable or, or the cost of your valuable family time. Some people, it's a cost to your health. Some people, it's a cost to, to you know, your mental health. It's a cost to you not being able to do other things you love, you know. So consider the opportunity cost of you holding all these roles, and that may help you in coming to terms with depersonalizing. Um, the so these are just a few points. These are a few points in depersonalizing. Um, personally, I ha- I, my business has done so much better since I started depersonalizing. And depersonalizing is not something that is done in a day. It's in itself a process, but something that starts, first of all, in the mind. The moment you realize that there are other people that can do this function possibly better than you, once you come to terms with that, then it's the first step in depersonalizing. But depersonalizing you must, particularly as a creative entrepreneur. There is so much you have to give. There is so much, you know, that you have to be other than just this business person and even within your business there are more strategic functions that nobody else you know at this time can do or that you have skills to do or that you skills you can develop even for the sake of your business so please depersonalize 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 finally another reason why I think depersonalizing is important or another reason why I'm emphasizing on depersonalizing is, you know, for some of us who are bespokers, you find that depersonalizing is particularly difficult because you are the lead consultant in your business. And this is one role that takes a lot of time, right? So I find that depersonalizing, if you're a bespoker, is particularly difficult and depersonalizing in the ready-to-wear model is much easier. At least those functions that are more front office. It's more, more, much more easier to depersonalize in ready-to-wear. And that is one of the reasons why I love the ready-to-wear brand. Now, I take breaks. You know, I work very hard. Sometimes I take breaks, you know, from my business. Sometimes I decide, you know what, I need to spend some time with my family. I need some time just to re-energize take some take a break sometimes i need to go on training sometimes i need to research sometimes i need to travel to source for you know um new inspiration you know i can do this because my business is ready to wear i can do this because i have taken deliberate steps in depersonalizing this is one of the reasons why i recommend the ready to wear label so if you are also considering depersonalizing and you're a fashion entrepreneur and you're also considering transitioning from bespoke to ready to wear then you need to take my online course how to start a ready-to-wear label in nigeria this is not only these are not only principles that can be applied in nigeria by the way even if you're not a nigerian or based in nigeria you can most definitely take this course and i'm certain you will find it extremely useful so right now do not waste a moment of your time go to my website www.tomirotimi.com and click on start course pay for this course is an investment in your business and start taking the course now you will not regret it and you will certainly 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 enjoy the benefits of um Transitions ready to wear so that's it thank you so much for listening today's track is a surprise but i expect you enjoy um i will be back you know still on the countdown to um the end of the early bird rate, and um, i expect to see you in class thank you so much for listening speak to you soon bye